Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to the Empress of This. This is Joanne Forrester and I'm delighted to be back talking to you. We had a hiatus, and we had it for a reason. In fact, I'll be doing a whole show on that. Um, I've been in business for over 35 years, and my business partner during that whole time, not only in this business but in some other adventures, James W. Martin, he passed. And um, it was a time of um, remembering him and, and all the good times that we had had together. And uh, he was a great business partner, and he was the exact opposite of me in many different ways. I was more the, oh, fly by, I look at this, and this is what's going to happen, and he would look at me and say, and where are the details? (laughs) So (laughs) he would force me to think details, and then I would force him to think, well, let's expand our horizons. So uh, people often uh, were amazed when they would see us arguing back and forth, just testing our own views and often we produce something really great so he was my business partner friend mentor and co-inventor and many projects and he is greatly missed and like i said before we'll have a show later on about what you need to do to prepare when a partnership when a, a key person in a corporation uh leaves because it's um it leaves a gap and no matter how much you're prepared uh you're not so we're going to talk about that. But today, uh, this is a place that I highly endorse, and I wanted to have back on. My special guest is Melissa Ferrero. She's the executive director of Sisters Place, which is located in Claritin, PA. And she's going to not only be talking about the mission of Sisters Place and their results, but their also upcoming event, which sounds like a lot of fun. And then later on, we're going to have special guest, Nita Pandit, Mrs. Cardiologist, who will be talking just a few minutes about your health and one of the newest phases in medicine, which when I spoke to her, um, I was surprised at how it actually could be a danger to her heart. And they know what they're talking about, uh, Mrs. Pandit. But first, let's go to the fun stuff. And here from our special guest, Melissa Ferrero, Executive Director of Sisters Place. Good morning and welcome, Melissa. Good morning, Joanne. It's such a pleasure to be back on again with you. Thank you. Thank you. We uh, uh, are all trying to survive a long winter. <laughs> yes. But, um, yes. This upcoming um, event uh, looks like it's one way we can get through and greet spring. Uh, let's talk about your 17th annual crushed grapes, wine tasting and that. Let's, let's do some of the fun things first. Would you tell us more about that? 
Absolutely. So Sisters Place has a benefit event coming up on Thursday, March the 7th at Nova Place, which is where the old Allegheny Center Mall was. You know how Pittsburgh is. It's always where the old thing was. Uh, so if you remember where the old Allegheny Center Mall was, that's at Nova Place, which is a beautiful new uh, contemporary event space. And the event, of course, benefits the families who are experiencing homelessness that we serve and support at Sisters Place. How we're doing that is um, we actually we have a tagline, and it sort of uh, meets neatly with uh, this topic of, of heart health, uh, which is they say wine is good for your heart at crushed grapes. It's also good for your soul. Uh, so we will have wine stations and food stations, an extensive silent auction, uh, lots and lots of fun. And just a great group of people. We usually expect about four to 500 folks to join us there. And it's just a fun way. Like you're talking about fun. It is a fun uh, evening uh, in, in times when it's, I remember years when it snowed during crushed grapes, uh, when it rained. And so it can be dreary out, but inside we can uh, feel the warmth of camaraderie as we raise important and vital funds for Sisters Place. Well, this is March 7th. And... Uh, the time is from 5.30 to 8.30. Now, I do, you know, remember the old place. <laughs> How's the parking in that? I mean, let, let's talk about that. The parking is ideal. Uh, so the event used to be downtown, and so parking was pretty tricky. And now that we're over on the North Shore at Nova Place, they actually have a parking garage. And so you don't even need to leave the building. You don't even have to put your coat on when you leave your car. Uh, you can take an elevator right up to uh, the, the event space, which is really nice. And, and I think parking is also reasonable, probably around $5. So it, we're trying to make it as, really, uh, as user-friendly as possible. Okay, the event space. Is that on the first floor or second floor? There will be plenty of uh, signs to tell people where to there go. Will be Plenty of signs. Uh, we'll have signs by the entrance, and we'll have folks there to direct you as well. Uh, the um, what is the cost for the event, and how can one register? So you can register by visiting our website, which is www.sistersplace.org. The cost per ticket in advance of the event is $65. You can also pay for your ticket uh, there at the event. Now the cost does go up a little bit, but not much. Uh, at the door it would be $75. Now we also have VIP tickets, which allow you access to a VIP table, which includes champagne and sparkling wine, and that ticket is $100. Mm -hmm. uh, who are your sponsors for the event? Oh, we are so blessed here at Sisters Place. So many sponsors come back year after year, and we really appreciate their support. Uh, some, one of our top sponsors actually is one of our board members and also the chair of the event, which is Fred Capelli. Uh, we are so grateful for his support over the years. And let me just get our list here. Uh, while I get situated, Joanne, if you want to go to your next question, I want to make sure that I, that I list them correctly. Well, one of the things that um, I want to emphasize too to people is that um, Sister's Place is working with a very difficult problem with homeless families. And once the homelessness starts, it's difficult and 
difficult chain to break. I uh, and um, I really admire this, and it's something that we we don't like to think of, but it happens, and it can happen to anyone. So that uh, your mission, and as from what I understand, you have over um, you house 32 families a year, and that uh, you've uh, had over a 90% placement in permanent housing. And that's quite a record for uh, an organization. Yeah, and we actually, we can help 32 families at a time, so it doesn't necessarily mean in the year. In fact, um, in 2018, we helped 45 families uh, for a total of 144 individuals, including the adults and children. So it's so vital to bridge that gap between homelessness and sustainable independent housing and we're really fortunate to be able to have the opportunity to meet people where they are and help to connect them with resources and the support that they need to move on to the next step towards stability. How does, um, so exactly how do you help, uh, kind of gone away from the, the uh, event, uh, do you want to mention your uh, any more of your sponsors? Or do you want me to come yes. back to that? <laughs> Thank you. So our presenting sponsor is Dawn and Fred Capelli. Again, Fred Capelli is one of our board members and the chair of the event. Our Diamond Reserve sponsor is UPMC Health Plan. Our Premium Wine Glass sponsors are Jeff and Susan Anderson and Metro Fence. And our Vintage sponsors are Calgon Carbon, the D'Onofrio family, ECI, Interim Healthcare, JV Chuco, Precision Copy Products, Sisters of St. Joseph, and then we have several champagne sponsors, but I'll just say very quickly, 84 Lumber, Forberg, Tom and Nikki Harrington, Harold's Flower Shop, Highmark, LaRoche College, Jennifer McKinney Photography, Pittsburgh Transportation Group, Siebert, Rise and Ken Service, the Sisters of Charity of Seton Hill, the Sisters of St. Francis of the Providence of God, Speed Pro Imaging, Thomas Thomas and Hafer, TPE Industries. <laughs> now that's why I couldn't remember them off by heart because we are just so blessed. Yes, you are. Um, and this, or this event is a big fundraiser for your organization. How many, um, and, and that's one of the things that, that I wanted to emphasize to uh, those who are interested in nonprofit leadership that it's just not doing good and, and, and meeting a cause. It really has to do with also how do you fund the organization? What do you do to keep that organization going so that um, the finances keep on coming in? And I know as an executive director, that's a key issue for you, right? Absolutely, uh, and, and times become more and more challenging to have access to funds, so we really are so grateful for the folks that support our fundraisers. We have three fundraising events a year, and overall they raise about $200,000 towards our $1.25 million budget, so you can see that it's quite significant. So that's almost 10% of your budget. Um, yes. Yeah. So. When you take a look at, at your your organization um, and you as leader, how far ahead are you always thinking of what to do next? 
Uh, it's almost like a trick question. Sometimes I'm thinking about yesterday, <laughs> and most of the time I have my eye about a year ahead. Uh, whenever you think about sort of our our fiscal calendar, which is our which is the calendar year, so January to December, we're looking at as early as September, October for our next year's budget in terms of what grants we're going to go after and what funding gaps we need to fill and also what our programming goals and expectations will be if we're going to have any new programming initiatives. And there are always things that are going to come and sort of derail uh, your path, but uh, we do try to always plan ahead and think forward. But again, the, the kind of work that we do, you could, and I know many people are in the same boat, you could come in with a to-do list of 10 things and leave for the day having been super busy and never gotten to any of them. Right, One of, and that's, that's um, I often tell people, it's like running a business. Um, while your mission is uh, to help families to be sustainable, you'd go through the same process of owning a business and whether you're a business of one or a business of a thousand employees, you're basically, your statement there is you're not only wondering what happened today and what could you have done better yesterday, but you're, 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 if you're really a good leader, your foot is already, you're looking, your eyes looking ahead and saying what's coming up and recognizing that um, I say Murphy's Law is a rule of nature. Yes. It will happen. Yes. yes. And Absolutely. if you, yes. And if you're inflexible and are not able to deal with that, that's going to be quite a um setback for you as a leader of an organization. So, so true. Um, and, and so many people are relying on the work that we do. Uh these families really need the support at the time when they come to help um to receive help with us and you know and then as as any leader in any business or nonprofit of course you have the staff that are counting on you uh so it's it's really important to keep your keep your eye on the horizon with your work how do people um find you how do they get referred to you uh and get involved with sisters place we have two programs, Joanne. One is our permanent housing program, which is partially funded through HUD. And here in Allegheny County, all of the homeless providers receive referrals through what's called the Allegheny Link, uh, which is a coordinated intake process. And so our referrals come directly through the county via that Allegheny Link. Now we also have a program, it's privately funded, it's called our Empowerment Housing Program. And this program serves fewer families. Uh, the Permanent Housing Program has 27 families and Empowerment can help up to five families. And those referrals can come literally from word of mouth, uh, from other uh, social services providers, uh, from other uh, community members, and so uh, we have a little bit more flexibility with that program. Okay, so uh, a large part of your program, you get direct refer referrals through um, basically an agency of some type, and and then others are more hands-on. This is um, an immediate need that is that they find you or you find them because of a uh, a direct need has been uh, presented to you. 
correct. So um, one of the reasons why we started that empowerment housing program, Joanne, is that the HUD funding, um, just like with any grant or any restricted funds, it has expectations about how the services are delivered. And HUD follows a model that's called Housing First. And their priority is to place folks who are street homeless or chronically homeless into housing first, thus housing first. And then if they are uh, open and willing to participate in additional programming, those opportunities are made available to them. Uh, and that's a shift over the past few years. And it's, it's really impacted our programming and also our abilities um, in terms of leveraging. But in addition to that, um, because of how they define homelessness, we weren't able to help as many families as we were in the past. And we found that there were families that were slipping through the cracks. For example, uh, people that aren't necessarily street homeless and aren't necessarily chronically homeless, but could be living in a home without utilities, could be facing eviction, uh, maybe are coming home from incarceration and regaining the custody of their children, uh, doubled up and sleeping on a couch in a family member's home. So you and I might consider them homelessness, but they don't meet that criteria that HUD has set. So with our empowerment housing program, we're able to get to that group of people. Mm. And so that is, you, you have about five homes, that uh, five openings that work that way. Would you like to expand that? Yes. So all of our families in our permanent housing program, uh, they have to have children, and they also have to have a documented disability. Somebody in the family is disabled. That's for permanent housing. For our empowerment housing program, the family does not have to have a disability, but we do ask that the head of the household is working or in school and that they understand that the program is transitional housing. Uh, we have an expectation about maintaining sobriety, about maintaining employment or educational goals, and it's truly uh, to get them triaged and ready to move on to the next step, but to help them, to give them that support system that they didn't have. Hmm. Yeah, so that you are constantly having to uh, modify what you do and who you approach. and and. I was looking that you have a staff of, of looks like 14. So you, yes. you are, you're, you're busy. You're not only raising funds, <laughs> you're we also having, yeah, to attend to the welfare of your own employees. And we're really fortunate here at Sisters Place. We have an amazing team of really, really hardworking individuals. It's it's been one of my favorite teams of my career, and I'm really proud to be here. They. They make my work easier in that you know they're really top-notch professionals who are very passionate about the mission here. And you're um, taking a look at your career because I talked about the um, in nonprofit management. I talked about the ABCs of, of leadership. What do you think is the most important thing that someone who is considering going into nonprofit work needs to know? Well, <laughs> that's a hard question. Uh, I think if you're if you're considering going into nonprofit leadership, uh, really having a good sense of yourself and your uh, internal biases, uh, 
as well as uh, your skills and your strengths because you really want to find a match that uh, is a good uh, transferable situation to your your skills. Um, and I was really fortunate with my career that over the past 20 years, I sort of ended up going in this direction where I became uh, increasingly in roles that uh, met that that match, uh, that matched me up with roles that um, I was good at leadership and organizational development and, and management, but I still had that nonprofit heart. And I think that's really important too. You have to be mission-centric. Uh, the mission has to be what drives everything you do. Uh, and so I would say, you know, having a really good sense of self and also a really strong identification with the mission. Okay. A couple things that I would like to add that I think that um, my experience of being involved with nonprofits is, is also being willing to take a look at, one, the finances, and know that um, you have to make them work and you have to understand them and you have to have people around you that understand that this organization has to be financially responsible and we have daily costs. And what does that mean? Even though we're a nonprofit, that doesn't mean that we don't have costs. And when I've worked with nonprofits in the past, getting staff to understand it costs us to do business and we need to have a caring but an efficient and effective model. That's, that's important. I agree, Joanne, and I think that's right up there at the top of the list too. And that brings up another key point which, which you also spoke of, and that's really surrounding yourself with talented individuals. Uh, you know, you, you rely on folks and their expertise uh, and their leadership, uh, particularly in the areas of finance and development and programming where you want to make sure that the administrative team that you're working with is really uh, filled with people who, you know, have that um, connection to the mission but also have that incredible expertise in their area. Well, what, one thing I, I want to commend you on is you, I did want to say one thing that um, you do besides this fundraiser, which I like, was you – Preparing a bucket of supplies and that, and I wanted to mention that to everyone because um, I thought there was a really neat way to help families who are moving into housing. You present them with supplies that they may need? Yes. So whenever a family moves into one of our housing units, it comes furnished. And we also provide the family with basic household goods. So generally speaking, we do. We make sure that uh, actually 84 Lumber donated uh, these nice big industrial buckets for us that we're able to fill with paper products and cleaning products and things to help people get started so they're not starting from the ground. Uh, this way it helps them to uh, move in comfortably. And then we also have a program here. It's called an incentive-based program where folks are uh, given what we call sister's place bucks for uh, actively participating in our programming. Like we have a core curriculum that includes housekeeping and budgeting and parenting and wellness and things like that. And then they can use those sister's place bucks to buy things like microwaves. Um, crock pots, coffee pots, things like that. So without having a financial cost, 
they do uh, have a sense of their earning power, and they are able to earn these items. But again, it's not having that financial uh, hardship for them. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a creative way to uh, have them help uh, uh, themselves and um, also uh, earn what they need. Um, as we're starting to draw close, because I do want to bring in uh, uh, Mrs. Cardiology, how can one get in touch with you? Uh, let's repeat the information and also uh, buy tickets, et cetera. Absolutely. So you can find us on Facebook, Sisters Place. Uh, you can also look for us on the website, www.sistersplace.org, and that's where you can get your tickets to Crush Grapes. Or you can call the office at 412-233-3903. Okay, folks, so that telephone number is 412-233-3903. And on the web, it's sistersplace.org, sistersplace.org. And you make sure that you uh, support the 17th Annual Crush Grapes Wine and Tasting Event. Wine's not only good for your health, it's good. the crushed grapes are good for your soul, right? Yeah, that's right. And we look forward to seeing you there, Joanne. Yes, I am definitely planning. It's one of my treats. And I will talk to you later. I'm going to be making a speech on um, Women's Voices Hear Them Speak, it looks like, on March 3rd. And we're going to try to make that a, a fundraiser, bringing supplies that um, could be used in the uh, the buckets for um, your housing. So I'll be talking wow. to you. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Joanne. You're welcome. And again, folks, hey, get out. It's going to be March 7th. Um, parking is indoor. You won't have to uh, run through the raindrops. It's reasonable. It's at the Nova Place, 100 South Commons, which in our vernacular is the old Allegheny Commons. <laughs> Make sure you get out there and uh, have a great and enjoyable evening. And not only that, then support I, I place that is doing a very vital mission. Thank you, Melissa, for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Joanne. And our next guest, um, Antonita, you've got to go to this event so everybody knows, knows you, is Sunita Pandit, Mrs. Cardiology. And, and we talk periodically, and, and I've had her on my show, and I've been on her shows. And uh, one of the things she said to me that what I went, whoa, what? And so I said, I think I need you to come on for a few minutes and talk about this because we all get caught up into uh, – Oh, medical fads and crazes. And um, I thought this information that uh, Sunita Pandit, Mrs. Cardiology, had was important. Good morning, Sunita. How are you? I'm doing fantastic now that I'm talking to you ladies. Ah, good. Well, you make sure you come on out March 7th. And uh, I am going to mention March 30th, the Women's Voices Hear Them Speak. Uh, we are having our third annual networking uh luncheon, and this year it's going to be at the uh, Lamont. But let's talk more about what you are are doing. You you said something to me that just made me go, whoa. And yeah, we were whoa talking, is the major word. <laughs> yeah, so would you explain while everybody's wondering what I've been talking about? Okay. What I really floored you with this time 
is the topic of marijuana and cardiovascular disease. And what is amazing, amazing, amazing is that the whole topic of medical marijuana is is like a big mystery bucket. Every time you reach in and you pull something out, you're like, what? And the basic problem is that uh, we don't have any research, we don't have any trials, we don't have any any information except hearsay, not not so much hearsay, but it's that um, my dad told my brother, you know, his brother this, and my, my uncle told me this, and it's all a, a lot of stories on how people got relief for their problem at that particular time, but you have no record of what their problem was and how long it lasted and were there any complications. And as a result of medical marijuana and Recreational marijuana and uh, the hemp oil CBD all becoming legal in various number of states and in Canada now. Uh, we're seeing a uh, population that is at risk of heart disease, has heart disease, has cardiovascular disease, which is your arteries and veins are, are getting hardened and so the blood is not pumping as well. This category is the, is the largest disease category in the United States, or I guess actually the whole world. And when you start adding um, the use of a plant that has medicinal qualities, you have to really, really sit back and say, wait, what am I using and how is it going to affect me? We don't know. And if you go do it by yourself without medical supervision, meaning if you don't tell your doctor, hey, I have arthritis, I have cardiovascular disease, and I want to try medical marijuana for my arthritis because the painkiller you told me is not working and it's upsetting my stomach. The doctor then has to take the effort to make sure that he puts you, he or she puts you into the hands of a qualified medical person that understands medical marijuana or understands CBD oil from a hemp plant because your body is already challenged with cardiovascular disease. It's challenged with using medications that are trying to release the symptoms because we can't get to the root of the problem. And now you're introducing a plant chemical into your body. Just because it's a plant doesn't mean it's safe and natural because we don't know how they processed it before you received it in your hand. So I don't know how natural it's in its state of you know, presentation it, it really is. And so my whole mantra today is to tell people, I'm researching, I'm finding out more, what's the latest and the greatest about it. We're going to be doing a presentation about about this topic with my husband on various platforms, including Facebook Live and and, uh, a show with you, Joanne. And what's scary is that doctors don't know what to do, and the patients Mm -hmm. want help. And we need to get more guidance on this thing and find out what is the safest one to use. Is there such a thing as a safest version? Is it the hemp oil? Is it a medical marijuana at the smallest amount of THC in it? We simply don't know yet. And I have a feeling, knowing how the human body operates, it's going to be very individualistic. And you will minimize the trouble you get into if you definitely make your doctors, your partners, and your health. Mm. That was a big I am look- <laughs> Yes, it is, but I am looking forward to that, 
that presentation. So um, let me feed you back to you what I heard in my words. In other words, that if you have a, um, a heart disease or you're having, you're developing heart disease, just going and deciding to use something uh, without correct supervision is introducing something that just kind of like a, a dominoes, just maybe like a domino effect and boom, 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 all of a sudden you have a problem. You could end up with arrhythmia. You could end up with a number of things that um, could be very unpleasant and that um, everyone wants to jump to the newest thing, including me. Uh, but I am one who has a lot of allergies, so I, I'm... Some people laugh at me and say paranoid, but from one who's ended up in the hospital with allergic reactions, I know that I, I have to be extremely careful now. Yeah. So uh, this, this while this can be a healer, it's not something, and everybody's jumping on the, the bandwagon, but it's not something that is an automatic, that you really need some good guidance on this. Everybody needs guidance on it. Every single body, not just people with uh, heart problems. It doesn't matter what your situation is. If you don't have a medical doctor involved that can test you for and do lab work on you to see, make sure that your basics even are on, on track. Because if you have anything, one little thing off track, if you're borderline diabetic, if you're borderline hypertension, all of those issues can get aggravated if you don't do it the right way. There are good qualities medical marijuana and hemp oil but if you don't understand how it can affect your body then you're blindly going in and you're going to end up in trouble and the biggest problem even beyond that is that our medical community is not prepared to know what to do because they don't know what marijuana is going to do to your body when you have complications Well, we look forward to your further research and doing a show on that. And I consider this a business topic because marijuana has become a very big business and a lot of people are jumping on it. Um, It's been a business underground for a long time. But at any time you choose to uh, take a drug, whether it's legal or illegal, you put yourself at risk. And I think people need to understand that and understand that when people are selling it, they're selling it for their benefit, not yours. You got to think about, yeah, it's a business, and um, it, it's um, it'd be nice if all of us had ethics and uh, we're concerned about others as much as we are about ourselves. But we need to look at this and say, how can I be a basically a good patient, a good consumer, and how can I be a good business owner and decide what to offer, what not to offer, how to be upfront with what's going on. So I really look forward. And now, Sunita, how can people get in touch with you? And I ask because we are, are running uh, short of time. Certainly. Um, I'm available. Um, just leave a message at our office at 412-367-9104. We're located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh at the medical building in Passivan Hospital. And... Um, Anything I can do to help from my knowledge base, you know, I'm available. But I, I am, I'm just fascinated that it didn't hit me earlier based on all the experiences I've had. But this is true across the board of anything. It's not just the marijuana. There's, it, it just goes across the board with every single thing out there being offered 
to help us uh, have an easier and less painful life. Repeat that telephone number again, Sunita. Sure. It's 412-367-9104. Right. And I look forward to um, resuming some of our conversations um, as I get back on track here. So I want to thank you for your time. Um, Glad I had that low moment because I think this is vital information. So folks, one other thing that I want to mention is um, actually two other things. One, Upcoming is an organization that I've been involved in and very proud to be involved in uh, and uh, want to be able to push is March 30th uh, is Women's Voices, Hear Them Speak, uh, luncheon at the Lamont Restaurant. In, uh, in Washington, Mount Washington, section of Pittsburgh, a great view. Uh, and um, you want to hear more? Go check our website, Celebrate and Share, or our start. I'm sorry, our Facebook page, Celebrate and Share. Our women's voices hear them speak, and we will be glad to share information and send you a flyer. That is four one two four four zero. Six nine six nine, and we want to say thank you for everything that you do, Sunita and Melissa, and of course the phone's ringing. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Oh, it's it's live radio, folks. There's not there's always something you cannot control. <laughs> so we want to thank everyone, and uh, remember March seventh. It's a great event in supporting a an organization that is doing powerful work. And Sunita, I look forward to hearing more from you. And if anybody wants to touch, uh, connect with me, Joanne Forrest, the Empress of Biz, 412-440-6969. That's 412-440-6969. Ladies, you have a great day, and may you be prosperous, and uh, may you do good. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joanne. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.